Jesus. Finally. Jesus, it's been a hard slog. We're back in the podding shed. Outside now. Yeah, we're on. I'm eating, a, I'm eating a donut. Well, good. Mm. You're a lucky boy. Luckiest mm. boy I know. Well, I don't know. There's other people luckier than I. I don't think so. How so, grasshopper? Exactly, you don't my, know, do you? My Jackson's a lucky boy because he doesn't know the crushing failure of the world yet. That's right. He'll learn that. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've been meaning to ask you. Mm-hmm. Why is his name not Nixon? Nixon? Yeah, because he's Nick's son. That's, that's... Who, who's Jack, I suppose, is the more pertinent question. <sighs> Nixon's too punny. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't do puns. <sighs> On to more pressing matters. Yeah, that answers that then. Jeez. So we've been uh, we've been talking to people again, haven't we? Mm. Um, we uh, well, we've got loads on the show. Really, we're talking to Bob Jordan, um, who was the director of photography on Remember, Remember. We didn't get to talk to him last time. Do you remember all the way back to episode two? Oh, oh, it was a long time ago. So many episodes. Oh man. Yeah, welcome to episode four. <laughs> uh, six months later, <laughs> we're new to it. We don't know what we're doing. Um, not six months, is it? No, no, it's not. <laughs> it just feels like it. it's what six weeks, maybe. I don't know. Um, so yeah, we're talking to Bob uh, on the set of his uh, what? 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 How am I supposed to know when I'm being funny when you just laugh at everything? Oh, I found the pen lid. Oh, good. There you go. That's that mystery solved that the audience knows nothing about. Audience, how grand are we? Bob Jordan, is that who you, is that what's funny? No, no, it was it was just the um, the timing of your episode four joke. It was just I'm just remembering now. It's really funny to me. <laughs> right, good then. You're a comedy genius. Aren't uh, it? Thank you very much. Only I find you funny. Though. Yeah, that's true. I'm a comedy genius in this room right now, where it's just me and you. Yeah. The Podding Shed, ladies and gentlemen. So, yes, we will speak to Bob Jordan about... On the, on the set of his new film. Yes. It, it wasn't on set, was it? It was a makeup test day. Yeah, but, you know, it could have been on set. We were on location. Hey, Nate, what was that film called? Remember, remember? No, the other one. Nightfall. Nightfall. Yes. Yes. Um, um, so we talked to Bob. Uh, we talked to a few other people. Alex Parton was there again. Uh... Mark Hyman Smith. Is it Hyman or Hinman? Let's put it to a vote. Pointing's really cool on a podcast. Yeah. Just like a makeup test is. You'll see that. You won't. You'll hear it. You won't. Okay, we're on again. Now, everybody's come back from location now. Hello. 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 Alex is getting his horns taken off. I'm being dehorned. And Bob, this is your thing. You're the reason we're all here. I am. Why are we here? It's all Bob's fault. <laughs> I had this strange idea that it's really expensive to film in snow. It's normally people hire snow machines. So I always fancied having a go filming in snow, but since we can't afford a snow machine, we decided to try and wait for snow. But we also needed something to film. So we came up with this idea of a fantasy film of a traveller at night making his way through the woods and being attacked. 
And since Mark is a good person for choreographing attacks of various kinds, we decided to have some woodland creatures attacking him. You also bought a new lens, didn't you, Bob? I did, I did buy a new lens, uh, which came all the way from Hong Kong to film this one. So we'll be filming in proper cinema widescreen. So if you manage to get it onto a proper cinema screen, it should look quite good. Mm, very nice. nice. Now, you were also the director of photography on Remember, Remember. We didn't get a chance to talk to you on that night. I was, yes. What can you tell us about that project and your experiences on it? Uh, it was an interesting project because normally you would have a director of photography and then in the director of photography's department you would have groups for lighting, you'd have groups doing electricity, uh, you'd have an awful lot of people doing an awful lot of things, but for Remember Remember it was basically me. So it's even worse when you're smiling because it's just like... I had an awful lot of light bulbs of different <laughs> colours and like some very, very large sets very cheaply. <laughs> It's not a complaint, is it, Bob? It's not a complaint. It was an interesting experience. Um, for somebody who normally lights things taking place in one room, trying to light a three-storey high set with um, various cobbled together and homemade lights was an interesting Who was experience. the one that risked their life doing that, though, Bob? It wasn't uh, you, was yes. it? <laughs> Mark I've did almost fall through three flights of stairs. fell through the floor. <laughs> placing the top light because it was full of woodwork. Constantly putting yourself in jail. I, um, I, I die at least once a week nearly. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> it's a good job you're a vampire then, isn't it? It's true. Spoiler <gasps> yeah. Edit out! Oh no! <laughs> no, no, I'm not a vampire. <laughs> so, has everybody in enjoyed being an elf? Yeah. Yes. I don't know, I can't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, let's not talk about your emotions. <laughs> <laughs> has your head reacted to that, Mark, or is that just... No, that's his normal colour. Is that your normal colour against the blue? That's a terrible topic of conversation for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we should probably explain, Nick, that we've got quite a few people with blue faces, big pointy ears, and horns sticking out of the head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you say brilliant for an audio podcast for us to come on this particular <laughs> yes. information test. Yes, uh, it's more of a visual impact. It is really, isn't it? Yeah. Luckily we have some photos. Oh good, we have photos. Yes. Because you're a photographer. I am. Yeah. And you're a talker. Barely, but yeah. You can hold a very good reflector, Sean. <laughs> I can reflect light better than anybody in the world. I stand by that. He said it, he said yeah. it. The best light reflector. Yeah, that's right. I'll even stand holding it when not really required to. Yeah. And did. <laughs> did, <laughs> did a bit. Did for a good two hours. <laughs> so, Bob, what are the yep. plans for Nightfall? Uh, the plans for Nightfall, well, one of the plans is to make a short fantasy film that only has two lines of dialogue in the entire film. Uh, the reason for only having two lines of dialogue is twofold. First, we're going to subtitle it into as many no, languages no, no, as possible. can never remember lines. Yeah, well, there is that as well. Third reason. <laughs> uh, main thing is we're going to try and subtitle it into as many different languages as possible for as many different film festivals as possible. But secondly, if you make a fantasy film with some kind of creatures in, uh, everybody has an idea of what they would sound like. So we never hear them in this film. The only two characters in the film that are humans are the only two characters that have a line of dialogue each. 
Okay, that's an interesting way of doing yeah, things. I like that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, we can probably, be, on the grounds it's quite, two quite simple lines of dialogue, we could probably subtitle into several languages at the same time quite easily. I still say you should make David recite his one line in as many different languages. <laughs> yeah. 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 Google, yeah. Google Translate is your friend. <laughs> That's a very good idea. And he's not yeah, here no, to disagree. Get him to do the same thing over and over and over again. Like um, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Saying I am Groot in every language. <laughs> not pretty concerning. So how many projects have you actually got on the go at the moment, Bob? I know of two personally. But how many more? Oh, let's see. I've got three feature films in development. Okay. Uh, four short films in development. Um, one short film I still need to finish the editing on, and another short film I did last year on a mad even, uh, two days in London where we did seven short films in two days okay. over a weekend, and one of those never quite got finished, so six of them have been finished, and about five of them have been shown at festivals, and I still need to get around to finishing the very last one of those. So, yeah, quite a lot. Right. Yeah, well, I lost count. That's quite a few. <laughs> that, that is a lot. Yeah. Do you sleep? Um, I... I have, I have messages job. from you at like 2.30 in the morning before. No, Bob does not sleep. No, I, I work in IT during the week, so I'm quite used to not having sleep. Um, uh, my longest overtime stint was to go into work at mm, 9 o'clock on a Thursday morning and leave at about 6 o'clock on the Friday evening. It's quite interesting going into work in the dark, watching the sun come up, watching the sun go down, watching the sun come up, watching the sun go down, and then going home in the dark. Why do you do this to yourself? Uh, it's Funny. kind of how you work in IT, especially on the support side of things. You just get used to the fact that you're probably not going to sleep. Um, uh, my day job does involve moving quite a lot of money around, so people get a bit angsty if things break. So I have occasionally been on conference calls at three, four, five o'clock in the morning trying to fix things. I wrote priority one. <laughs> the money launderer's work is never done. No. 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 Chris, you were on Remember Remember. We didn't get a chance to talk to you. Uh, no, he didn't. No, no. Chris Kemp, everybody. Hi. Hey. Hey. Uh, he was in the promo shoot. Uh, you were getting strangled, was it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So my uh, my day was spent with a hangman's noose round my neck, being dragged backwards out of the door, kicking and screaming as I went, and then I got my head stuffed in. <laughs> then they got you into the makeup trailer and we filmed them again. Yeah, <laughs> jokes. We just call it Saturday normally. Was in Darlington. <laughs> Did you enjoy the film? Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It was, uh, it was a very good experience. Um, I, I did have another day on, on set as well, but I'm not going to spoil the uh, the surprise of what that day involved. So, so are you an actor? What do you do? Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm a bit like Bob. I work in an office during the week, and uh, this is my release from the grind of sitting in front of a computer all week. We've seen quite a theme here. <laughs> How many people work in an office? I do. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> at least five. They raise their hands, but there's five. Again, awesome for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh, sorry, I, did. I thought you were asking questions and that. I finished. Right, right, okay. So what's um, I got nothing. I think you've answered it all. Asked it all. Answered. You've asked it. 
they've answered. Yes. What about asking what about the MUAs about the, what they're, they're up to at the moment because they're being very quiet because they're very busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, we'll edit, edit that out. Hey, Curtis. <laughs> You've been quite busy. Have uh, you enjoyed today? Absolutely, but I wouldn't describe myself as a makeup artist. I'm actually a costume designer. Sam's our delightful makeup artist who's currently trying to peel a very furrowed brow off this gentleman here. Looks like painstaking work. Oh, the concentration. Yes. How long did it take you to make all the horns? It took me... Uh, Good question. After my son goes to bed, it's the only time I get to work on costume-related stuff. So I think it took me about four nights to work, and I didn't sleep last night. Is all <laughs> is all of this made from scratch then? Uh, the ones that Mark were wearing were made from scratch. Yes. Right. Okay. But the second pair were bought off the internet and jazzed up with a hot glue gun. Right. And some paint. Okay. What about the smaller latex ones? Hmm? What about the smaller latexy ones? Right. Those are blocks like a hat. They used used um, buckram, which we make hats out of, and then I just layered up layers of <laughs> copy text glue. Well, basically anything I had around the house, um, toilet tissue, um, acrylic paint, yeah, pretty much anything I had. Squeeze a bottle. Yeah, quite yeah, pretty much. Sticky back plastic. Couple of toilet rolls, you name it, it went in there. That's that's the spirit of the production. We working from um, with your own designs, or uh, were you working Mark from? Sent me an image, and I based it off that as much as I could. And where did the image come from, Mark? Is this all came from Google? Uh, Google search. All, all, all sort of true period detail and and that as, sort of thing. As far as. Woodland creatures. Well, you know, I mean, in, in terms of the myths and legends, I suppose uh, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I put uh, without spoiling everything. I can't say exactly what I put into Google, but um, right, okay, I put something into Google and, and found the images I like best. They actually, they, they um, we can all do that. Our, our, the woodland creatures aren't satires, but we based them more on satires, okay, than anything else. Mainly because um, I can't get rid of the Guy Fawkes beard yet. Cause we still have stuff to shoot right. on. Remember, remember, yeah. Um, oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, nice. Uh, I had to keep the beard and sort of, and, and the creatures we're sort of depicting don't normally have beards. Right. So we've sort of lent towards the satire. It does go well with the horns. Okay. Sort of yeah, it works well with the horns. Yeah. Sort of, sort of pan esque, yeah. satire y, fawny, semi satanic, I suppose, almost. <laughs> yeah. Chris <laughs> no, just looks like a smurf. <laughs> <laughs> So the, you said that the idea basically sort of came from just you wanting to use your new lens, you wanting to um, do something in the snow. I mean, is this where all your ideas come from? Just little bits? Oh, I want to use this. I want to do this. I want to try out this effect or this. Or this one, the the lens was either way around. I actually bought the lens specifically for filming this. But you had an idea of what, had, it, what you wanted to I had an idea like. of what I wanted to film, yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes it's just trying things out. Um, yeah. I've got another shot that I'm doing with Chris where I've cast him as 
uh, an alien in a human body, right. which doesn't quite fit. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> that describes you perfectly. Yeah. Kind of, that gives the listeners a nice <laughs> mental image as to what Chris might look like. So, you know, you, you look at Chris, you think, leave, what leave the 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 floor. <laughs> How many people went to the first Men in Black film? <laughs> Chris doesn't look anything like that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've, I've written an entire script around buying a sword before. I bought a sword that I liked and got. Yeah. Right. Write something to use this in there. So yeah, it's quite often it does like that. Bob's prototype. I mean, you just bolted stuff together from B and Q, didn't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. I built <laughs> a uh, short around it. I wanted uh, to write a short where somebody was stealing something, but they didn't know what they were stealing. Right. So the actual prototype that they steal is just lots of flashing lights and okay. some pipe work. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I've just watched that actually. Alex stuff. has just shown me that film. Yeah. 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 I'm plugging all your work, Bob. <laughs> The the one out the other one that I'm doing with Chris where he's playing an alien, um, it's all down to just uh, trying out one computer graphic effect. Right. Which, if it looks natural enough, we might possibly use on the next Remember Remember. Okay. If it looks too artificial, then it's fine for the then film. We'll still use it on the next Remember Remember. <laughs> 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 we'll we'll try something else for that. Yeah. But as I say, it's you know you you have something that you want to try out, so you write a short yeah. film around it. So when you say try out, do you consider a lot of this stuff to be practice for for something that you're wanting to do down the line, or or is is do you just I, like experimentation? I do quite a lot of collaborations. So if somebody comes and says, "I'm trying to do this film," and there's something in it that I've not done before, then I'll probably say yes, just so that I can try that thing. Okay. Um, you know, uh, certain kinds of um, camera movements, yeah. or you offered us a bullet time know. rig at one point. Yeah, I'm still trying to get that together in a way that doesn't Look lose shit. the camera. <laughs> Send the camera into the woods. Yeah, it's um, it's. It's keeping keeping the camera and still being able to do the bullet time. That's the, the issue. <laughs> but yeah, uh, hopefully have that ready for the next film as well. Yeah. Again, if I manage to get that working, who knows? I might write a short around it. Yeah. yeah. It's actually quite an apt question for Clinton. Like, do you base photo shoots on like a, something you want to try or a prop you pick up? Uh, I have done in the past, but mostly I uh, think of a concept first, then sketch it out and then I'll go and find all the things I need to bring it all together so location, props, uh, models, outfits. Mm. So more, that's more of the concept in your case then? Yeah. As opposed to Bob uh, who just likes playing with his toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I play with my toy but not in front of my camera. Yeah, oh, well, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Jesus. So you've just recently done a big shoot involving zombies? Uh, yeah, oh, that was a little bit off the cuff, yeah. Uh, my friend was over from Canada, another photographer, and we was we decided we'll just shoot something together, so I said, oh, I know what would be quite cool, something to do with zombies, me and you stood on top of a car with machine guns, and it kind of all went from there. Nice. So, I remember you putting the call out. How many people did you get in the end? Uh, Twelve, maybe. Twelve people. That's maybe a little bad. bit more. What, all the zombies? Uh, yeah, yeah, all zombies. So, who did they make one that? They did it themselves. It was a zombie group from... Oh. Uh, I can't remember where they're from, though. But they were really good. Yeah, they all came zombied up Otley? already. Hmm? Was it Otley? Yeah, well, I think yeah. it was Otley, yeah. yeah. there's the Otley zombies who just go everywhere. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> somebody says, be there, and they'll just turn up. Yeah, they just turned up zombified. fully zombified. <laughs> yeah, they were good. Good. Yeah, it's nice. interesting how we... You, you did an off-the-cuff photo shoot and knew somebody that Chris knows. Yeah. 
Christmas, everybody. Christmas, all zombies. <laughs> One big happy family. Ah, oh, nice. We, we get accused of nepotism yeah, quite yeah. a lot. The, the, the fact is, is you tend to end up using Doesn't people that you know are reliable and good. Which is why you're going to be the people. Well, I imagine at the start of a new film, when you're getting everybody together, if you're oh, using no, people you don't know, I can imagine it takes a while for it all to click together. Would that be right, do you think? Yeah, yeah, it can. I mean, again, yeah, it can do. If you're using people that you've never worked with, yeah. Um, I think the thing about Remember, Remember, because because I'd already made White Blade, that's sort of a big feature. Yeah. Last year, which is still at the moment. Um, I'd say a good 70 to 80 percent of the people we used on Remember, Remember were connected with White Blade in some way. So yeah. I already knew. A, they were good, B, they were reliable, C, I got on with them, and they're the three big yeah. factors, really, when when, uh, when getting together a cast or a crew, um, is that, uh, in fact, I think number one, you've got to get on with it. So was it noticeable, then, on Remember, Remember, you, you all settled in and knew how to work with each other, as opposed mm. to on White Blade, where it was all new and... Yeah, absolutely. So, well, certainly for me, anyway. Yeah. I, you know, um, when there were new people that came in and that sort of thing, but really on... on Remember, remember it. it was, yeah, it was really sort of up and up and at them really from the word go. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's still all all the um, you know, huge amounts of pre-production and planning yeah, and everything yeah. to do. But certainly once you start getting people on set that you have worked with, um, it's, it's a lot easier. It's just straight yeah. back into it. You know? It's like yeah. it's like making a really good mate and then not seeing him for six months and then you know going to the pub, you know, yes. and you're, you're straight back into conversations that you left off six months ago. Yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. If anything, I'd say I came in to remember, remember, knew with not knowing anybody but Mark. I'd say the atmosphere was too friendly. <laughs> <laughs> the comments I heard. Oh, right. Really? Oh, very saucy. No idea what No, that's, that's absolutely right when it comes to Remember Remember. There's 16 kind of main uh, cast, cast members, if you like. 16 main characters. And everybody was in different times, different days. Yeah. And there wasn't any one of them that you would think, oh shit, we've got a day coming up for this person. Was it? Yeah, no, no. Everybody's everybody in it was was like Mark. Well, there um, <laughs> there might have been, but I sacked him before he got the set. <laughs> so, hmm. Yeah, that made me sound like a bit of a git, didn't it? <laughs> I am. That's, that's was that the guy that you said was really creepy? No, 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 he no, was he, in it. He was on set. He was. Right. He was in it because he's really. Yeah, creepy. he did okay. brilliantly at yeah. being creepy. Yeah. <laughs> we just said, "Smile how you normally would." And he did it. It's, it's, okay. There's a pretty girl in the room. What would you normally do? <laughs> <laughs> no, too much. Yeah. I heard he was crawling under the beds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's and right. The camera wasn't rolling. No. Smearing poo on the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's that was his first shot. Smearing his own shit on the wall. Oh, good, it was a shot. I, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, the camera was wrong. It wasn't there. real poo. Yeah. Right, it? okay, good. It was, okay. it was. Well, I don't know. It might have been done. Probably was. Yeah, I took was. that bucket away and then brought it back again. I'm saying no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> That yeah. was a conversation stuff. Wasn't yeah, I've, I've not been back to that takeaway since. <laughs> <laughs> I've killed Nick. <laughs> Nick's done. That's it. He's done. done. He's done for. Oh. Oh, Should we leave it at that then? I, think that's good I don't point. think we can top that one, can no. we? No. No. That was, we, we peaked too soon. I think. Yeah. 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 Oh well. Never mind. Well, that was Nick and Sean with this week's A up. A up. A up. A up. A up. A up. It's a shit catchphrase, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's awful. We need to change I it. like the podding yeah. shed, though. The podding shed, yeah. That. We're not in the podding shed. 
Yeah, I can't really stake, Yeah, I can't stake a claim on it though, can I? Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. What now? <laughs> All right. Um, we're talk- we're talk- who else did we talk to? We talked to some other people. Uh, Clinton was there. Uh, Clinton Lofthouse. The, uh, Clinton Lofthouse. That's not his real name. It's, it sounds like a made-up name, doesn't it? It's a, yeah. it's a movie name. It is. Yeah. But we talked to him, and he was real. He's a photographer. I, I wouldn't say photographer. I would, oh. I would say He's not a photographer. He had a camera. Yeah, but he's more of a compositing artist. Okay. He's a compost artist. <laughs> he takes photos... And makes That's them a photographer! To... No, he takes oh. photos and makes them into something more than what they are. Okay. Whereas I take photos and I just take photos. And they become less than what they are. Yes. <laughs> uh, also joining us today has been Clinton Lofthouse. Hello. <laughs> so, Clinton, who are you and what do you do? Uh, I'm Clinton Lofthouse. I'm a photographer, digital artist and retoucher from Bradford. I hear you've won some awards as well. Uh, yeah, I'd recently won the Fear Awards in... I think it's California, the photography section. Did you? Yeah. Very good. And what was that for? Uh, that was in horror photography. Nice. How many awards you won, Nick? <laughs> uh, I've, I've got a Duke of Edinburgh award. Excellent. Yeah. Silver. Ask me how many I've won. How many? None. <laughs> yes. I'm still above you. Yeah. What's the What's the Duke of Edinburgh award then? So you, you get in school for going on walks. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't too bad. It was me and a whole bunch of girls in the in, in tents. What was it? Yeah. It, was, it was intense. <laughs> it was intense. Intense. For them. Yeah. I don't mind going on trying to win that award then. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always just you and all girls, I don't think. Oh, well. No, I mean, they didn't know I was there, but... Uh, they never do, do they? <laughs> not to begin with. So what have you been doing today with us, Clinton? Uh, I've just been following you around, Nick, uh, seeing how this set, set, uh, set works and the watching the makeup getting put on and how you work shooting the, be- the behind scenes stills and things like that. Trade secret, I wing it every time. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do. Yeah. And why are you? Jo- why have you joined us? What, what's your aspirations? Uh, well... I'm changing my portfolio up, so I've, I'm uh, doing some free shoots just to kind of get some experience working with people who are making films and seeing how everything works. And then I'm going to build up a new portfolio of uh, promo-based work. Promo, so like map marketing pictures, like posters? Yeah, posters, uh, kind of images what they use to advertise the shows and the movies, things like that. And then I'm going to get that portfolio and take it around the agencies as well and hopefully get work with the agencies. Nice. Well, good luck to that. Thank you. Uh, what would you say? Who would you say your influences are? Apart from me, photography-wise, or just in general? In general. In general, influenced a lot by movies. Uh, so directors would probably people like. Uh, can't think of any. <laughs> so, so okay, we can edit this part. <laughs> we won't. No, under pressure now. So I won't go by direct, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you the shows, uh, shows like Daredevil on uh, Netflix has been quite inspirational recently, just the colours, what they use um, in the scenes, in the episodes, and so I've been watching Punisher, again, another Netflix one. Uh, film-wise, I just watched the new Blade Runner, so again, composition and colour again, been uh, used a lot. Uh, photography-wise... 
I would say Eric Almas, who's kind of an advertising photographer. And I've just found some new photographers who are quite famous, but I've never heard of him, which was Frank Ockenfell, I believe, I can't remember. And Art Strieber, or Strieber. Yeah. There's, there's a couple of them. Have you ever seen the work of, heard of Drew Struzan? Struzan. Struzan? I've seen Struzan before, Mark corrected me. Uh, I think Struzan. No? What kind of work does he do? Posters. Is it posters? Yes. Move posters. So, if you've ever seen a, a Star Wars or Indiana Jones, all four of them. Uh, How many? Four Indiana Jones. Don't think so. Yeah, but basically, any poster is like with heads, isn't it, really? Most of the major blockbusters. Is it, is it the one with the floating heads? Floating heads. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he, he sort of invented that, really, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That's his work. Yeah, yeah. The original. Mm-hmm. Post here. Yeah. yeah, cool. So I, re- yeah, so re- I don't know his work then, yeah. Yeah, I, I recommend uh, following him on Facebook because he's got some cool stuff. Back to the Future, he did all those as well. There was a documentary about him relatively recently, I think, weren't they? Yeah. It was called Struzan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, enough about him, he's got enough exposure. Yeah, yeah, him, yeah. So, Matt Clinton. <laughs> So what's next? Have you any more work lined up, Clinton? Or uh, are you? I've actually I'm, I'm creating some images for SmugMug, which is a large website host for photographers. So that, again, I'm going to use probably the promo angle for that. Okay. And then I've got workshops in London coming up. So Amersham Studios, Trade Secrets Live. Uh, there's one in February, and I think there's going to be five more through the year. And I've just got uh, some talks at local camera clubs and some camera clubs a bit further out so Manchester kind of way and there is some other stuff but I just can't remember I know (laughs) busy though that's the point you're trying to make you're very busy I'm busy that's good yeah hopefully working on films soon well we'll see what we can do yeah we've got some contacts yeah Alex hello (laughs) (laughs) our only contact yeah I've got a segue for you though into what's happening next is it Bob was there yeah yeah he directed another film. I can't remember what it's called. The Prototype. The Prototype. The actor in that, isn't it, called Tavi Pilo? Yes. We're talking to him too. Great. It's just, I had to give it some... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, he's dancing. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get to that. We're going to talk to Tavi. I wanted to just click on his number, but I can't. Oh, technology has failed you again. It has, hasn't it? You fill it. You fill in time while I'm doing this. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my reptile. Send me a kiss by a wire. Baby, my heart's on fire. If you refuse me, baby, you lose me. Then I'll be all alone. Telephone me. Tell me I'm your guy. We need more. Damn it! <laughs> That's need, all I know. We need another song. What's another song that you know? There's uh, words to. Uh, Incy wincy spider climbed up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. Out came the sun, dragged up all the rain. Incy wincy spider climbed up the spout again. That's a story about insanity. <laughs> the phone's ringing now. Well, he's doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah, true. Very true. Very true, yeah. Hello, Tavi. Hello. Uh, yes, hi, how are you? Oh, very well, how are you? Yeah, not bad. This is, Sha- this is Sean and Nick, in case you'd not realised. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Welcome, 
Welcome to the Podding Shed. Welcome to the Podding Shed. So we uh, we just want to talk to you uh, for a few minutes about uh, well, you're a director, I believe. Is this correct? Uh, yes, it's just one of my so-called things I'm doing. I'm mostly an actor, okay. but I'm doing directing and producing myself. Okay. So yeah, it's just one of those things. Well, we uh, we saw one of your films just the other day, in fact, the, the prototype. Oh really? Yes, we oh, wow. uh, we were with Bob Jordan. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. I'm I'm actually working with Bob on so many things lately. Uh, yeah, really good friend of mine. Well, what I'm what I'm starting to learn, Tavi, from doing this podcast is that a lot of the people that we're talking to all seem to know each other. There's a bit of a scene going on, I think. I think it's the Yorkshire thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, so many people are doing films here, and yeah. So, I mean, how did you get in touch with, with Bob? And uh, we've, we've also talked to people like Alex Parton, Mark Heinemann-Smith, all people you know as well, I believe. Oh, yeah, I know all of them. Yeah, well, how? How do you know them? How did you all, how did you all get in oh, touch with each other? Oh, it's a really good question, actually. Uh, I know with Bob, it was really, really simple. I just uh, found, like, a Facebook poster on Facebook. Yeah. He was looking for people for... Uh, short films, so I just yeah sent him a message, and yeah he was interesting, interested to use me really. Yeah. And yeah, and then how it started, and same thing with Mark really, really. No, no, actually with Mark, uh, I met him um, during the filming. Uh, it was a feature film called Bill. Yeah. I don't know if you heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on a BBC. Uh, two, I think it was. Yeah. This is from the uh, uh, the Horrible Histories guys. Yeah, I have the DVD. Uh, yes, I, I have one, the yeah. DVD. I'm going to watch it and find you and Mark. Yeah, we're going to find you. Right. I haven't even seen it myself. Oh, so do you I not? Know. Oh, it, it's very funny. <laughs> it is. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I just, uh, so, yeah, I know, I know it's on DVD. Yeah. And... Um, I was so close, actually, be on a DVD cover, but there's one guy blocking me. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, oh, so close. Yeah. (laughs) So so that's how you met Mark? That was on that film, was Uh, it? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, then I just, yeah, I found out he was doing films on his own, you know, all this medieval stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, I started working with him. Okay, excellent. So, I mean, um, like you say, you're an actor, primarily. What, ma- uh, yes. what made you want to take the leap into directing? Uh, is it just the one short film you've done, The Taking? Is, is that right? Is it, that's your first uh, one? Uh, there's more, actually. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, this, the first film I produced and directed was actually a romantic comedy. Right. Which is not really my thing. No, it sounds sounds very different. Yeah, I just thought I'd give it a try, you know. Yeah. Uh, It was called um, Unrequited Love. Okay. And then the second one was a bit experimental. Right. I called Element. There was no dialogue whatsoever. It was just really mysterious thriller kind of thing. Okay. And then... The next one was The Angel of Death. 
which was probably the biggest short film I made. It's it was really really long. It was like half an hour or so. Okay. And it was yeah, it was with Bob and Mark. So Mark Mark was doing directing all medieval fighting scenes. Yeah. So yeah, it was really really fun. And then yeah, obviously the next one was taking. Okay. And and how have you been finding it? Is it compared to acting? What's which one do you prefer? Which one's more challenging? Uh, both. I like both. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obviously, mostly. I've always wanted to be an actor since I was like ten years old. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I like doing both. Uh, the only reason why I'm producing my films is just so I can act myself. Okay, <laughs> making the kind of work that you can't find elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. Right. Just keeping myself busy, I think that's the most important thing in this industry. Yeah. Just yeah. being proactive, doing own films, finding new connections. Yeah, sure. So has, has that helped? Has that helped your acting at all? Has it got you more jobs making your own films? or? Uh, I really think so, yes. Yeah. I mean, if I wasn't directing my own films uh, I really don't know how I how it work out how it would work out right for me you know what I mean uh, it really helps because I, th- I think one good actor needs to know about all aspects in film industry okay so it kind of helps you out on set understanding what's going on well, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm actually doing loads of things. Uh, sometimes I'm doing sound in, uh, on in sets, uh, being camera assistant, runner. I'm doing all kinds of stuff. Okay, learning all of it then. Yeah. I guess it helps that people see you being busy. And they know that you're reliable for work, and they'll want to use you more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you show that you have the passion for it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you know, I think that's the only thing I want to do, and I'm very, very passionate about the acting and film industry itself. Where does the passion come from? Where, what are your influences? Where did Where did it all begin for you? I really don't know. I mean, you must have started out as a fan. We all do, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think, I think actually it all started when I saw Lord of the Rings. Okay. The very first time I think I was like ten years old or nine years old or so, and I was really, really impressed. Yeah. About this film, and it still is one of my favorite films of all time. Yeah, sure. And I think that's how it all started. I. Just, then I joined the local drama group in Estonia. That's where I'm from. I'm from Estonia. Yeah. And yeah, I'm working towards it since then. Okay. Since I was 10 years old. Did you, um, I mean, Lord of the Rings is a good example of um, a, a good set of DVDs that really takes you through the filmmaking process with all the behind the scenes stuff. Did you yeah. watch, Did you watch all that stuff as well? Oh yeah, I've seen everything, yeah. Yeah. I've seen all bloopers, all mistakes and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, like you say, you're from Estonia. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, why did you come to the UK in the first place? 
years of my career, there's, you know, in Estonia, the film industry is completely different. It's, it's really, really strange. Like in Estonia, there's no such thing as a film actor. It just doesn't exist. Right, okay. Like you can, you can still make movies and stuff. Yeah. But in that case, you need to be part of a theater group. Like you need to have a degree or you just need to be like really famous musician or someone who public personality or something like this. Uh, okay. So yeah, I thought yeah, the England would be the best option for me. Yeah. In, in, why why not just go straight to Hollywood, <laughs> straight to the source? <laughs> uh, I think it it was too far. Right. You didn't quite have enough money in your pocket. And paperwork and it's just yeah. <laughs> so many things to consider. It was much easier than in in the UK at at the moment. Obviously, yeah. One day I. W- I want to move to America and start making films there, but I think you think so? Did, is a good start. Yeah. Did you think you're going to do that then? You think you're going to go to America one day? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm very confident about this. Okay. It might sound really arrogant, uh, everything, but no, it's important. I, I, I really think so. Yeah. Ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to know yeah. what you want to go for. Absolutely. Yeah. How old are you, Tavi? Uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Still young then. Jesus, so young, so young, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> so innocent. Your, your life in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so I mean, what what's next? I mean, you've um, you're still in post production on the taking, I believe. Is that is that correct? Uh, yes. It's been a while now. Has it? Well, I've heard rumors. Um, I've heard rumors, Tabby, that you're going to be adapting it into a feature. Is that true? Uh, yeah. Yes, that's true, yes. Uh, it's the idea, yes. That's good. Uh, it's... Yep, go ahead. Tell me, what's, um, once the short is finished, once you've got the, got the post-production done on that, what what do you do with it then? Do you go to festivals? All that sort of thing? Is that the plan? Uh, that's the plan. Uh, it was actually supposed to be... Well, it was supposed to start festival run last year. Right. But we just couldn't finish it in time. Uh, to send it to film festivals. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it will be edited very soon. Okay. Like, it's pretty much done now. So yeah, it's gonna start festival run now, prob- probably in a few months, and okay. see how it goes, and then yeah, maybe make a feature. Is that what you would want to do next? Move straight onto the feature. No more shorts. There will be a couple of more short films. Okay. Uh, yeah, which is already planned uh, right. for for next month and month after. Oh, okay. And, and then the next one will be a feature. This is another thing about this scene, Tavi. You've all got so much on the go at once. I think you've all got five or six films all all in various stages. You're all so busy. How do you do it? <laughs> I, I don't know. They have no idea. <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep going and, yeah, see if doing my best yeah like even the taking like people keep asking me okay how long does it take how long does it take and yeah. i just don't know no <laughs> how long is a piece of string you know, that, that's yeah the, that's the question yeah exactly so i mean what what does the um so you've got all these things on the go all these different you know things are being shot things are being edited um 
still taking acting jobs as well? Oh, absolutely, yeah, as much as I can, and taking acting classes as okay. well every week. Yeah, wow, I mean, that's a lot. A lot to it, do. There is a lot to do, but yeah, again, that's what you need to do to get somewhere. Yeah, Just sure. To keep working as, as much as you can. Yeah, sure. And that's what I'm trying to do, you know. I mean, what do you, a thing that I'm always interested in, Tavi, is, um, I mean, when it comes to film, filmmaking, there seems to be a big divide between art and entertainment. What do you consider what you do? Are you an artist or are you an entertainer? What do you think about that? It's oh, a good question, that is. Um, Thank you. I, I think I'm a bit both. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really common thing to say, both. Yeah. Uh, but I really do think so. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, what I'm doing is an art. Filmmaking is art. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's entertaining people. So, yeah. it's, I, it's, so it's entertainment as well. So it's a bit both. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as, a, as a fan, what do you... Which direction do you tend to go for in in the stuff that you watch? Do you go for the the more arty films, or do you go for the straight for the multiplex, straight for the blockbusters? You mentioned Lord of the Rings. That's probably a good example of one that is a bit of both. A lot of artistry in that film, but it is a big blockbuster. So I mean, which, which as as a fan, what what do you favour? Uh, I think lately it's more blockbusters. You think so? As- yeah. Yeah, as cheesy as it sounds. No, no, nothing, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so what, yeah, what? I do like uh, like really artistic films as well. I can't, I don't know which ones. I can't think of anything at the moment. What, uh, what, what about in horror? I guess, I guess you're a horror guy primarily. Is, is that right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, especially like low budget horror films. Yeah, I mean, we were talking to an author, George Lee, recently, um, and he he said he said something that I happen to agree with, that kind of the uh, the golden age of horror was really sort of the sixties through to the eighties. How do you feel about that? Are you a fan of the more modern stuff, or or do you think the older stuff is is more of the golden age? In, in term um, in terms of horror, I'm talking. Yeah. Um... I think the older age, like 60s and 80s, it was, yeah, it was a golden age. Yeah. Uh, because it was there, uh, like, the breaking point in horror films. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was a time where everything started. And if you look at the films now, they're all remakes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. From the film, like, 60s film, 70s film. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it, it was, yeah, more like 60s, 70s, 80s. What you find out... With those types of films is there was no rules back then. No, yeah. Horror films didn't exist before then, really. It was all B-movies. Yeah. So no one knew what they were doing. They were just throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what stuck. But now as time's moved on, what has stuck has made rules. Yeah, yeah formula. They're just, they're just following the rules now of what came before. No one... People need to experiment more and just go wild, really. Forget the rules. Do what you want. Is that, is that what you're doing? Are you kind of doing what you want or are you, are you following uh, tropes and formulas? 
trying to do what I want to do, really. Good. Because um, personally, what I like, and I just hope people like the same thing. Uh, probably the most useful thing would be like doing things that people actually like, for a fact. Yeah. But I, it needs to be entertaining for me as well, you know. And yeah, I'm trying to do what I personally like and what I want to do. Yeah. Well, I think the thing is, if you do what you like, there are so many people in the world. There's bound to be somebody else that likes the same stuff you do, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's got to be. There has to be someone. Yeah. If there's, even if there's like 10 people, I'm happy. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's still 10 people watching and enjoying what, you, what you've made, I guess, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we'd be absolutely delighted if 10 people listened to this podcast, wouldn't we, Nick? We would. Oh, can you imagine? We'd be megastars. Oh, I, I can't, it's too much. It is too much, far too much for this podcast. Well, Tavi, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to us. No, absolutely, the pleasure was all mine. It was my first podcast Yeah, well, uh, ever. So, I, yeah, I, I hope it went well. <laughs> well, listen, uh, like I say, we're talking to a lot of people in this sort of Yorkshire filmmaking scene, so I'm sure we'll see you again. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I'm sure we meet at some point. Until we meet again. Good Until luck. we meet again. Good luck with everything that you're doing. Uh, thank you, you too. All right, Tavi, thank you very much. No problem, thank you. Bye. Bye. He's a nice man, Nick. He is a nice man. He is a nice man. He's very, he smells nice too. Does he smell nice? He smells wonderful. Oh man, is that why you didn't want to take me to see him in person? Because you thought I'd get overwhelmed? A little bit, yeah. Oh man. I'll have to ease you into it. Yeah, absolutely, you always do. <laughs> or indeed, ease yourself into me. <laughs> oh, not for the public. Oh man, it's alright, no one's listening. <laughs> Well, I mean, what else have we got to say? Uh, I think we've introduced everything that's going on in this episode. We've got Tavi, we've got Bob, we've got Clinton. Yeah, in fact, I've been on a shoot with Clinton today. Yes, you have. I have. He's. I've been modelling, uh, and I realised that I, this was the first time I actually modelled for a photographer. Is that can't be true? The very first time. I've. I'm, well, apart from myself, but yeah. that doesn't count. No, because you're not really a photographer. Are you? No, no, uh, but that. Apart from test shots, where I've just been mucking about, this is the first time I've actually modelled. And how did you find it? Well, opposite side, opposite job, what do you think? It wasn't too bad, really. It was a, you know, it's a shoot for a poster. Yeah. He's trying in. Yep. Because uh, he wants to break into the poster scene. Indeed. The uh, mar- promotional marketing of movies and TV shows. Uh, I think he's got potential. Okay, good. He's very good at what he does. He's already... Well established in the creative community. Yeah. Uh, just needs the right people to see stuff. So he, he's doing this poster as a way to just get the ball rolling. Yeah. Uh, and just learn this new avenue. And it was it was fun. It was. I was say finally are you got to stop yeah. flogging him and answer my question, man. What's your question? What, what did you think of being a model? Not what did you think of Clinton? We know you like Clinton. You do nothing but go on about Clinton, Clinton, Clinton. Clinton Lofthouse, if that is his real name. It's okay, I, I, I love you most. Oh, gosh, oh, I, I get worried when you see other men. Really do. <laughs> uh, being a model was... It was interesting. Uh, I kind of knew what he was going for. Yeah. 
So it was quite easy. Okay. Uh, I really, I just kind of stood there and let him do what he wanted. Yeah. That's just like you, that. It is. He put me in positions I uh, was quite comfortable with. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you were. This is <laughs> this is devolving <laughs> into, into something. Uh, <laughs> I don't want this to be, become something sordid like your life. Oh, come on. Why not? <laughs> you knew when you got involved with me that things would get dirty. Oh, not so soon. No. But uh, next week, or no, next episode. Six months time. Uh, we can we'll be talking, or at least at some point, we'll be talking to Mark. Another Mark. Which Mark? Uh, the Mark. Or the Mark. Yeah, the, the Mark with the, uh, the Whitby Mark. Mark Smith. You know Mark Smith. Yeah, but we're not, uh, he's, not, he's not told me we're talking to him yet. He said he'll get back in touch. Oh, I'll be seeing him in February. Oh, man, he lies, man, lies from these people. They're not lies, they just t- tell you easy truths for you to remember. Oh, right. I get the real truth. Okay. Yes, I'll, I'll be shooting with Mark in Whitby in February. I love Whitby. FYI. You can come with me then. Thank you. Hmm. And that's, again, for a poster. Okay, good. Uh, or at least I'll, I'll be shooting some stuff uh, and creating some imagery. And you'll hate this, but Clinton's going to be doing some stuff. <sighs> as well. Not on the day. He's, he's too busy on the day. But he's going to be having the actors in his studio. Uh, Is he? To, you know, to make a poster. Right. Bully for him. Clinton. Yeah, but you're going to meet the people. Yeah, I'm going to meet them. You're getting all the interesting stuff. Yeah, I'm going to meet the shit out of them. Yeah. Clinton. Don't be jealous. I am jealous. You're my best friend. (sighs) I have got one friend that I'm more friendly with than you. Is that Mick? Yeah. I I know. I I see your messages. You're back and forth. I don't get jealous because... I know what you two have is special. Well, I wish you would get jealous sometimes, Nick. Maybe that's the problem. Do you not think? Well, I just see you having a good time with him and I let you get on with it. He's not even a better friend than you. I just told you he was. <laughs> Why did you make it so hard for me? I, well... I do what I don't can. Don't answer that. Don't answer All that. Right. No. All right. That's too loaded. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> stop pointing it at me then. <laughs> oh. oh no! I did it to myself <laughs> in an effort to avoid. Uh, oh, laughing at our own jokes because nobody else will. Oh, at least we find each other funny. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's. I think that's this week's podcast. This month's pod, this year's podcast. I don't know. This, oh, Christ.